I have tried uh, multiple times to get into MMOs and have failed. I used to play World of Warcraft. I used to do MMOs when they were text-based. Oh, God. Muds? Yeah, I remember it's the Mr. T commercial. I do for Mr. T commercial. I have tried to get into MMOs. Oh, yeah. I have tried to have friends get me into MMOs, and... It really seems to me like it, every MMO just assumes that you've been playing World of Warcraft for 15 years and doesn't hold <laughs> your hand at all for any new player. And so, as a result, the UIs are terrible, the tutorials are meaningless, and even when I had a friend try and hold my hand to get through it, it's just like, wow, this is convoluted and nonsense. And he's like, yeah, the beginning part kind of sucks. The real game begins at the end game, which, by the way, will require like 40 hours of investment for you to get to. And I'm like, okay. If I I have to invest forty hours before I get to the fun part, what's the point? Yeah. Oh, but the oh, trend yeah. I was even aware of World of Warcraft. <laughs> it was like you have to get to level eighty to do anything, and I'm like, I'm whatever. I'm not doing that. Right. That's exactly it. It's like the good part comes at level eighty, or now in the modern, it's like what one twenty or more, or something. The tutorial world ends at like level sixty. It's like oh, fantastic. <laughs> Also, I sucked at Warcraft 3, so I just never got into it because of that. So. I was bad at Warcraft 3, but I liked it. The that was back in the days where we would all get our computers together in the same room. Physically. And yeah. Parties. yeah. Physically get the computers together. <laughs> uh -huh. The only MMO I've ever actually gotten into is uh, Star Wars The Old Republic. Uh, that one that I played during the beta. It wasn't bad. Yeah. I tried playing uh, some Black Desert Online a little bit, and I kind of liked some of the, like, civil activities that were going on there, but even that didn't super, didn't super grab me. Uh, I, I started playing MMOs during Lineage, um, which, if I remember correctly, came out in, like, 1999 or something like that? Hold on. No, this uh, is probably after all your times, but uh, is Club Penguin an MMO? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it is, no. Not in the traditional sense. Because <laughs> I played the fuck out of Club Penguin. I mean, I think I played a whole, well, like, day out of Club Penguin. Oh, God. I've, My other oh. problem with MMOs is when you've got that many people playing a game at once, that good percentage of them are just going to be total douchebags, and I'd rather just play in Solver, oh, yeah. where I know the people. Um, Lineage, the first one came out in 1998. I think I started playing it in 2001. Um, and then I moved to Ragnarok Online for a while. And then... World of Warcraft, um, and World of Warcraft kind of sort of completely burned me out of MMOs. Um, <laughs> there were a couple of other, I think there were a couple of other like small ones. Um, I tried doing Elder Scrolls, which was fine until it started feeling MMO-y, and <laughs> the story just kind of fell off. The, the MMO based on Elder Scrolls was great until it started feeling like an actual MMO, and then I hated it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think I got past the tutorial of uh, Elder Scrolls, um, and then I stopped. Never even got played, that far. Uh, um, played Ragnarok 2 for a tiny bit. 
did the Star Wars one. I just, yeah, at this point, like, I don't even, I don't even try anymore. I'm like, mm, no, I know the MMO, what it is, how it works. Not doing this. I can't even, I can't even do, like, the grindiness of uh, Diablo anymore. I was super disappointed in Diablo 3 because I loved Diablo 2. And then Diablo 3 was just Gauntlet, which is fine. Gauntlet's good, mm-hmm. but it's not Diablo. So. Right. <laughs> oh, God, I pumped so many quarters into Gauntlet back in the day. Yeah, Gauntlet's fun. Like, I, I totally get it. It's just that yeah. they should they should have called it something other than Diablo 3. And then, like Gauntlet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just make it a Gauntlet game or something like it. Because other dungeon crawlers have now picked up the slack, like... Um, Grimdon. Like, Grimdon is really good. Uh, oh, God. Kickstarter's recommending a project to me. Oh, no. <laughs> What's that? You don't have to back it just because they recommend it, Rob. <laughs> yes, you do. Well, you well, you don't listen to him. It's called Ekphrastic Beasts. I hate it. Might be worth it that might be worth it. It might be worth it. A monster manual based on visual artists creating the pictures and then reverse engineering the story and the stats for them. Ooh, Damn it, it uh, might be worth it. That sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah. It might What's be worth it. Ekphrastic E-K-P-H-R-A-S-T-I-C. The first picture has put me off buying it. It looks like a brain with eyes. There's a subreddit called Imaginary Monsters where people just post like a bunch of monsters and most of the art really captures my imagination in that way it's like it's just art with maybe a title and not a lot of context and it's it's a fun creative exercise to come up with like a backstory for that monster wow that very first post is a really good painting right tentacle goat oh wait no we're looking at different ones the first one (laughs) is called ancient riddler it's like a elemental of some kind made of moss and branches and it's got a face speaking to a woman it's really cool Ooh. i mean all of these are really well illustrated yeah this subreddit is amazing uh-huh. many of them are just like uh magic illustrations but not always mm. there's uh-huh. one artist whose name i forget i can find them just based on the titles but the titles of his art is always something super casual like hey man which way is the nearest town it's over there <laughs> nice there was one kickstarter that i wanted to jump onto so bad um hey here we go like Ugh. uh it's oh god cards. i don't like that one it's spell cards for D D. um but they're actually like physical things but they're the like fake holograms but they have eight frames of animation oh is that the deck of many yeah Okay, I found him. He's got some Russian name. He's a concept artist. His name is Tomislav Zhenizhik, I believe. And sure. his most recent art is, I can't believe you forgot the scrolls. How am I supposed to resurrect the dragon now? <laughs> and, nice. and the other, his next most recent one is, yo, bro, is it safe down there in the woods? Yeah, man, it's cool. And it's just, and it's like this huge ancient element, shadow elemental with a thumbs up. And there's a druid like pointing down at the woods. 
But oh, the, yeah. The art's phenomenal, <laughs> but the titles are great. Like, oh, hey, Journey. Uh, How do you mean you don't want to go outside? There's one here that appears to be an entrance to a maze in the woods covered in moss, and there's an elemental holding a cube to some character, and the title is called Hey, pst. Hey. You want to buy some cubes? <laughs> Stop fooling around and get back. Look who you've done to the ship. Uh, here's an elemental handing a sword to an adventurer titled, Dude, This Is Yours. I think you dropped it back over there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, the titles of this phenomenal art is just so great. <laughs> Stop fooling around and get back. Look what you have done to the ship. Yeah. <laughs> like, it. That's the main reason this guy stuck in my mind is because the titles of his works are always something so silly, but the works are very good. And I think mm. I learned of him through this subreddit. I told you he's not here. Why would he be behind our hut? <laughs> or why would he hide behind our hut? How do you mean you don't want to go outside? Oh man, this is going to be the best omelet ever. <laughs> Ooh, I should make this monster. This thing's cool as fuck. Okay. Which like, one? Uh, posting it's like uh, a really tall like small ember elemental smolder elemental mm-hmm. looks like something it straight out of like dark volcano. souls mm. it's a volcano with a sword yeah it's awesome um no oh god i forgot i had that imaginary monsters open oh. <laughs> you, you clicked over and was Ugh. was greeted by something spooky um so here's the here's the, the, uh, the, the, the goat man Oh yeah, that one. Braided beard. Oh god. (laughs) Why why is that beard so smooth? Oh dear. Yeah, I I made the mistake of doing some of the art from the book as my um, rotating screen (laughs) wallpaper, and one of the ones I did was the Duracha. Oof. Oh yeah. When you close Microsoft Word and that thing pops up in your face. that art. You shit yourself every time. So that art is incredible. It's like like. I was it was more photoreal than I was prepared for when I first saw it. And I'm very excited to see the book. Yeah. The what now? The setting book. Mm-hmm. I, well yeah, but uh what what's the Oh the the Duracha is that snake thing. Oh god. Yeah, the Duracha was the spider thing that had like a, uh, a I was false... gonna say snake thing doesn't sound right. No no no, it was the a spider thing with spider with a false woman as like a angler yeah. lore. <laughs> yeah i saw that further down there's this very bizarre uh pizza monster <laughs> oh my god I can't get over the, <clears throat> the 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 squid thing. Oh yeah, your pet the squid hand. Your pet squid hand thing. Oh, <laughs> uh, this this one's adorable. This fellow's interesting. The Duracha. Yeah, oh. that art. Oh god! Oh god! Yeah, uh, right. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, I could see that. Oh, oh god! Uh, a long time. So, uh, actually, I think you can do it with Windows now. Um, you might have one when that feature first came out where you have like your wallpaper cycle like every five seconds or every ten seconds or something like that yeah um someone grabbed frames from Doctor Who of the oh yeah I each heard about that. moving parts of the camera <laughs> and oh, that, that's cool yeah 
and so you just like every time you look at it the weeping angel has moved closer <laughs> yeah that is very good mm-hmm. I, I like that snake dragon thing right it's adorable it's like a cobra black dragon thing it's pretty cool Staring at the levels on the recording, and I think I'm a little low. So I was super tired earlier, and I um, I usually have this crystal light with caffeine drink to wake me up. Yeah. I was also making myself tea at the same time, and instead of pouring the crystal light into my water glass, oh, I no. poured it into my tea. Oh dear. Oh no. And apparently, something with oat milk and crystal light does not like each other. There was a weird chemical reaction. Oh dear. It started bubbling and then it looked like it was curdled, but it couldn't really be curdled because there's no dairy in oat it's milk. oat milk. <laughs> <laughs> um very, very odd. It's a possibility you could be dealing with like um an acid base reaction. Yeah, it must be something like that, because it was Oh yeah, I didn't was... That's a good point. Yeah. Cause um Fat is in fact an acid. Yes. Hence the name fatty acid. Mm. Okay, fidget toy check. Found mine. Uh. I forgot to turn Audacity off and my mic after the last session. Oh God. Just randomly whatever was going on in my office for like six hours after the game. <laughs> oh. I almost did that with my Sunday game because I record that and do that as a podcast. And then I would go to bed after it. So, so I did that. I woke up at like two in the morning and it was still going. <laughs> mm. All right. uh, <clears throat> now I have to go negotiate with Temple of Cord. <laughs> oh, yes. I should probably have my notes open. Just want to get the curse. So what I get for being the charismatic one. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Yes, it is. My, my notes are pretty simple because I have some leftover notes from last session because I only gave you... I, I only fed so much because <laughs> I prepped for like several... Se- I, I felt inspired and I prepped several things. Yay. So you guys went underground, found that there was an undead army down there, decided to uh, go upstairs to the Temple of Cord, and Liam actually rolled really well and said, hey... Here's a situation. Maybe we should march them out towards the cobalt, and the two problems will take care of each other. And because oh wait, I already did the negotiating. I didn't catch like the last twenty minutes. You rolled like a twenty-three persuasion or something, and they went, "Yeah, that's a really good idea." And they even said they would like dedicate paladins to like the escort and and enforce a one-time curfew. So, Mm. oh, uh, I think I rolled a twenty-five. Yes, you rolled very well. Oh, this is adorable. Mm-hmm. Here's a little Dude, uh, little video of some animals being very cute. Oh, <laughs> animals this is being a fantastic. Re- yeah, it's an amazing Reddit. It's just animals being adorable. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. just a couple dogs enjoying a hose, which is the cutest thing. Except it's not doing anything yet. Oh, there it goes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Both can, of them. can we change Amish's token to the thing I just posted in the Discord? Yes. Let me. Hey, Amish! 
such a Hamish token. Like looking at it, I'm like, yeah, that's Hamish. That is Hamish yeah, right yeah. there. <laughs> I love the colors. Copy mm. image. As opposed to Hamish right after he wakes up, which would be this one. He's <laughs> <laughs> got it. unicorn jammies. Mm-hmm. Yes. Hamish has a unicorn onesie. Canon. Was that, was that a like website or service uh, to generate the it's, character model? Um, what's the thing? Hero. Hero. Yeah. yeah. Now that I'm doing other things. My favorite part of the unicorn onesie thing is that I was just changing the hat, so I didn't remove the crowbar from his back because I think he's <laughs> forgotten he's carrying a crowbar. So. Mm. I mean, that sounds just canon. You like you always forget that you have things, or Hamish does at least. <laughs> oh man, I could make an actual like. It just like pops up when you're like, you could create a character. Aha! Okay, I'm gonna change. Oh that. yeah, you can spend hours on that thing. <laughs> I know. This, I probably shouldn't be doing this now, but I am. Is the color option open to everyone now? I don't think so. I think it's just Kickstarter backers at the moment. Because okay. it's still in beta. Okay. I made like 12 for Jacoba because I could never decide what I wanted him to look like. I don't want to open this. I just want to download it. But okay. Giggle dog. What the fuck? What? Oh, is that supposed to be a... Oh, I think it's a race. I still kind of like Hamish with a sombrero, I have to say. (laughs) (laughs) As opposed to... uh, I'm not even sure what that hat's called. It's not a turban. It's something else. um, So I could choose my race to the half-elf, and then I can give myself a frog head. (laughs) Or a cobalt head. Or a hyena head. Hmm. Oh yeah, they're doing hyena people now. Mm-hmm. Or you could just be like a featureless face. Hmm. Or smooth. Or mouthless. Or a rodent. Oh, just make a slender man. It'll be fine. <laughs> Creepy. Have you ever I wondered what one of the hero for just so that you can make your characters many's dead? <laughs> That's one of the poses. So. <laughs> Have you ever wondered what Liam would look like, but as a rat? Uh, I know, right? You know, something I have a real pie in the sky dream about is that Baldur's Gate three will have like a Dungeons and Dragons DM mode, and so we could just run the entire campaign in Baldur's Gate three. Oh God, cool! I would love that. That's something I've been dreaming of forever. And there's, I'm not holding out, I'm not holding my breath, but that's like my dream. <laughs> that, that'd be fun. That'd be pretty fun. Okay. This is Hamish. And he's got an HP bar. Save. Hamish. Everyone can see. Dude, this, this thing is fucking oh, cool. Wow. Oh, mixer. That's the Ah. Edit. Remove the token. Give the new token. Oh my god, they have a flat top. <laughs> okay, deleting the old Hamish. I'm kind of digging the uh, Saka style top knot that they've got. I'm slowly working on trying to grow one of those out. A top, a top knot? knot? 
Well, not well the undercut specifically, but yeah, you could always just tie it in a top knot. I'm tempted to just like shave the sides of my head, my head, do a mohawk, but I would look pretty terrible if I did that. Yeah, just go for an undercut. It doesn't always have to be gelled up in a mohawk. Just keep it long, and you can tie it back, and it works great. So I've been watching a lot of like uh, Vikings in the Last Kingdom. Yeah, and I I really want to do something like that. Yeah, I I've always kind of wanted to do that undercut thing, but this winter I was like, you know what? I'm just not going to cut my hair over the winter, and let's just do that. And it turns out the winter is not long enough to have hair that you can tie back. <laughs> so I'm <laughs> doesn't how your hair grows, but yeah, it, it's not. That's why you just gotta not get a haircut for like eight years <laughs> like me <laughs> the last time i got a haircut was like right before i started freshman year i have had short hair for a long time and so having it finally grow out and especially now i was already trying to grow it out but i was been trying to keep the sides short and i can't cut my hair right now like everybody else so now it's just a little uneven and weird <laughs> uh yeah I've got really fine hair, so like I've got, uh, I've got a side part that one side is is shaved, except it's like an inch and a quarter long, and so it sticks straight out like an inch and a quarter. Go, oh God, giant Amish! Why did that not save? That's so bizarre. <laughs> it didn't save like the health bar stuff. Hamish used in large. No, it's not Hagar. It's Hamish. Hagar's alphabetically before Hamish. <laughs> ah, I can have centaur legs? Measurements. Oh, cool. Okay, so let's Big fucking head. try this again. I guess there was something weird about the way I did the token. Huh. <clears throat> oh, they have like a little D20 for scale. That's yeah. Because cool. you can send it to Shapeways, I think, right? Get it 3D printed. Or download the STL and save it yourself. Or print it yourself. Um, yes, they, okay. yeah, they do it as well. Like, uh, you can do it in two ways you can do it with like a, a transparent background and then, uh, with just like a regular thing with the dice next to it. They have options. They have a setting for booty. I mean, Hero Forge has been around for a long time, right? Yeah. yeah. They have a setting for pretty much anything. Yeah, I haven't looked at Hero Forge in a long time. Skeleton. I'm just going to very quickly make a Jeremy Bones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember last time I tried making Jacoba. I could never find hair that like fit the ears right. Because they would always like clip through. Oh, yeah. Look terrible. I look kind of like the nobleman. I'm kind of liking this Hero Forge version of Liam. Oh, there we go. The belly dancer. Chef. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Give him a mullet. It, yes. Uh, a female pirate. Oh, I could be a tavern wench. Oh, there we go. Uh, they, do the, they do the thing with the breastplate for women, which is unfortunate. I hate that. Yeah, well, I, I know we've discussed at length. It's like trying to find art for female fantasy characters is just a minefield of over-sexualization. It's like, yeah. if you're a warrior, 
why the cleavage? That's so bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> or the exposed midriff. Like, I feel like there's important guts in the midriff area. Why the belly button? Distracting your opponent. Uh, chainmail bikini. <laughs> yeah, I think we went over this with... Um... Who had the chainmail bikini? Was that Elena? Yes. I actually yeah. did art of that. <laughs> yeah, you did like a whole series of arts with... Uh, uh-huh. Through... I don't even remember what system that was, but I remember you posted those in the forums back in the day. What the hell was it? It was, um, I think I've deleted it now. <laughs> it had very limited choices. Yeah. I'm not even sure I still have the art, although it's probably on the server somewhere. Oh, they have, that's not a kimono. <laughs> I can get Jacobo a pair of high tops. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I love that one of the mask options is a skull. Oh, I haven't gotten there yet. So I can just, you know, give Jeremy skull. a skull. A skull mask. So it's <laughs> boom. The skull. <laughs> the skull on top of it the skull. Like... <laughs> Flawless. That's Perfect. fucking Skeletor. <laughs> you mean Skeletor? Je- Jeremy's got an overbite. Leave him alone. There. Zoomed in a little bit. <laughs> Listen, Jeremy's gotten over my leave him alone. Jeremy's easy because he's got like no gear and he's just wearing like baggy oh. clothing. Anubis, uh, Horus, and oh, who's oh, the owl? Right who's oh, the owl? Right How is people's ancient Egyptian mythology? Uh, vague. The owl. Yes. Uh, uh, excellent question. I don't know. Because Horace, Horace is the hawk. Uh, um, and it's it says Anubis, so we don't have to do that one. Hold on. Is it raw? It's not raw. No. I want to say my brain's going to talk, but I don't think that's right. <laughs> oh, I do still have some of that old art stuff that I did. Like group one leaving Dern Hollow. Ah, speaking of bikinis. Girl. They have bikini bottoms, which is great. Oh, they do. Oh, wait. Okay. Um, oh. No, Horus is the... Yeah, Horus is no, the horse is a No, Horus is a falcon. Falcon. Usually depicted as a falcon-headed man. Mm, that sounds right. And who the fuck is the owl? Yeah, who's the owl? <laughs> do they not have an owl? There we go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Jeremy. Jeremy in a bikini. Oh, my. <laughs> Saucy. Um. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, chest. There's... A swashbuckler coat, or an outlaw, outlaw's duster for Jacoba. Which mm. which fits better? Not very swashbuckly. He's not very outlaw. Mm. I feel like we're spending way too much time on this, but it, oh well. it's okay. Look, it's engaging. <laughs> it is. Very. I can give him an open bathrobe. It makes for very good podcasting. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We're recording all of this. There's like, ooh, look at that. Ooh, look at that. 
And then I put Jeremy in a bikini and we all laugh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm putting here before Joy. Uh, I'm almost done, I promise. Okay, okay, a few more minutes. I, I can stop anytime I want. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a good time making Jeremy very quickly. <laughs> I put uh, a bone mask on top of his bone face and I put him in a bikini. I feel like I've done everything I need to do. Liam <laughs> uh, has, I believe, a rapier. Is that a machete? That is a machete. Ooh. Hell yeah. That's kind of a recurve style dagger. That looks pretty though. I should probably have token stamp open. Ah, Kukri! Bless you. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's a type of knife. Because I assume I'm going to be getting several screenshots of uh, Hero Forge characters. You might be getting a screenshot of a Hero Forge character. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I think he has I a rapier, doesn't he? Is is Amy also making a character right now? No, I'm not. I'll be yes, honest. You are. No, I, I I'm actually finishing the chapter in my book before we start playing. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll stop some more for you. I, Thank you. Well, I, I I've only got like a paragraph left. It's good. Okay. Well, I briefly looked into like the orc character and it's not very good it, yeah it's, it's chunky mm. us poor half orcs oh well, i should yeah. probably look at the half orc the half orc looks pretty much the same as the orc come at me bro is one of the poses <laughs> yeah i think sadly the uh <laughs> Thing that I did is lost to the sands of time. I don't lost think the cosmos. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Someone's called on guard. That works. <laughs> Poor Yorick. <laughs> uh, these are so awesome. I've been wanting to get a 3D printer. Yeah. They're they're neat and they have a lot of useful things. And then I could you know spend way too much fucking time with this. Oh, they have advanced. Oh, oh! You can create your own pose. It's kind of like the relaxed one. Extras. Oh, dice. And there's a material option. Uh, Excuse me. I just had a thought. Bizarrely, I think the Elena thing might be on my uh, work computer. <laughs> the Elena thing? Yeah. The Elena. Oh, chain- her. Yeah, her chainmail. Because back when I was doing all of those DNR things, was at a point where I literally had to spend two or three hours waiting for my boss to respond to me before I could do anything else. So I was mm. sitting there twiddling my thumbs. So you're like, well, might as well do something that I want to do. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. It was like I was in training and I couldn't move on to the next thing until my boss approved the previous thing I'd done. Oh, oh, that is awesome. For the legs, you can just get a sensor bar. Wow. <laughs> or a sensor wooden plank. <laughs> sensor plank? <laughs> yes. Oh, that is awesome. Oh, that's really funny. <laughs> yes. I like, is it that? No. Oh, oh. I could get some bandoliers. Oh, hell yeah. No, but there was one that had a specific style belt. Ooh, mariachi pants. There we go. That. I like that one, actually. There we go. Aha! It looks terrible because it's not colored. I know. I know. Right? 
because you know bones are white jeremy looks okay but <laughs> mm. yeah, but oh, i always feel cheated when they do this i've got this book of random tables and it's like roll a d100 and then there's 50 entries each with like a two number thing on it i know that that's stupid that's how I but feel about the I, wild search table in the cross, but still, like the vanilla wild search table is really disappointing. Like that, it's like roll a d one hundred and it's fifty entries. Like, ugh, I'll use the ten thousand line one. Thank you very much. Yeah, and I use a spreadsheet to easily fetch a couple of them at random. Mm-hmm. So I have a wild mage in my game, and I've just been using the rod of wonder table for it hell yeah. Uh, yeah oh my god five fireballs rain from the sky within, uh, within 100 feet of your party all right let me pull up my wild level three table. killing one of your one of your party members because the wild surge the 10,000 item one is really good the next weapon drawn nearby quickly becomes hot as the sun. <laughs> the next summoning yields 4d10 bushels of rotten apples. Target is suddenly wearing a skin-tight suit of chainmail. <laughs> oh, no. Casting oh. is wearing their mother's wedding gown. There are some really good ones in there. Um, Where does it... Is? I actually... I kind of like that one. I like the football jersey. It doesn't look like a football jersey. No? But, yeah, it's got some neat texture to it. Is it for making neat detailing to it. Is it for making Blood Bowl characters? That would be my guess. Oh, yeah. It does look pretty good. It actually looks really nice, though. Especially without color. Yeah. I mean, you would, oh, oh, starfish bikini. I saw that. <laughs> Whenever Caster casts a spell, he is haunted by cryptic warnings. If Target is now bleeding, he's hereafter susceptible to rust. <laughs> oh. Everyone within 50 yards has an iron ring around their waist. Oh, oh. Okay. Caster hallucinates wildly until they drink a quart of water. <laughs> nice. An image of the caster's head covers their actual head. Oof. Clothes are as rigid as boiled leather. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> Target's weapon glows as bright as the sun, but only to them. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, you know that's, what? I kind of like that. I kind of like that one for him. Oh. Oh, that's terrible. Caster disgorges a pound of mercury. Oh. Target's attacks are 10% likely to inflict only illusory damage. <laughs> Target's head is covered with numerous disc-shaped scars. After each spell, Caster forgets everyone's name for one hour. <laughs> <laughs> Caster thinks that every scratch will infect them with lycanthropy. Um, uh, have you heard about, oh, it was, um, a medieval king who, uh, somehow convinced himself that his butt was made of glass, um, and that if he sat down too hard or sat down on something that was too hard, it would shatter and he would die. What, what, a, <laughs> what a peculiar 
condition. <laughs> yeah. So like his, they overstuff his throne, and uh, like he carried a pillow that he would put down on the chair, and he'd always sit down like Very super carefully. gingerly as well. <laughs> How bizarre! Yeah. Here's a fun wild surge. Caster loses ten d one thousand gold pieces in a wacky investment scheme. <laughs> ten d one thousand. Yes. Mm. Let's 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 see how much. I like all carved wood within a hundred feet. Oh Jeez. God! The intelligence. I don't even have that much gold. <laughs> More money. Target is encircled by tall icicles, each as thick as their leg. Oh dear! Caster finds a pair of gloves that devour any hands inside them. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oof. Target teleports uh, to the exact work. place where they last ate a full meal. I guess everyone's going to the honorable pillow. <laughs> Target's ears, nose, and lips double in size. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Target loses 1d4 levels. Oh, God. Everyone thinks that the caster's use of magic is reckless, so nothing changes if it's Hamish. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which reminds me, did you actually go down Wild Mage for that? Yeah. Yeah, because I, I always assumed that you were Wild Mage. <laughs> And I even had like a custom wild search table that I feel makes more sense for Theria because it's not as wacky as this, but still right, right. still has some chaotic effects. I think we're going to hundred zombies appear in the area and start attacking. Yikes. <laughs> Caster begins referring to his spellbook as his bookie wookie. <laughs> <laughs> bookie wookie. All right, let me just roll a couple times on the wild surge. You can teleport uh, up to three creatures you choose within 30 feet of you. Take 4010 lightning damage. Like, oof. Or The what? caster has an almost insatiable hunger for elf flesh. Or no, that's, that's that's the straight out of the book. This is this is the custom one I made. I know. I know there's some funny ones on the book, in the book too. Yeah, but it's so short. Target gets randomly reassigned to a creature adjacent to the intended target. Oh, the yeah, yeah, the target changes. If none are available, the spell to hit is reduced by two. If the spell is AoE, all affected creatures have a 25% chance to uh, be unaffected. So it could just miss. That's all that is. When the caster next kills someone, he appears in that person's home. <laughs> oh. Target skin is mildly magnetic while wet. Oh. Yeah, no. oh, this one's scary. Next person nearby to draw blood becomes water soluble. <laughs> oh no! Target's bones are discovered to have been stolen. <laughs> what the fuck? If the caster is carrying a pouch, he uses it as a hand puppet. That is that is excellent. Caster must save or turn into an anthropomorphic weasel. Okay. <laughs> you turn into a furry if you don't save. I kinda like the I kinda like the like just gunslinger best. Target is pushed through the planet and out to the opposite side. Oh, that's awkward. There's a very likely chance you end up in an ocean doing that. Mm. Yeah. 
The next polymorph magic used nearby lasts for 1d100 days. That's... Oh, that could be very, very bad. Oh. 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 The cocktail dress top. Right? <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> Target must carry a 50-pound wheel of cheese until sunset. <laughs> It's oddly specific. Oh, I just got yeah. the bookie wookie one. <laughs> uh, I see that you're looking at the exact same search table I am. I love it. Yeah, yeah. The best one. The caster has a reputation, perhaps undeserved, for wild debauchery. <laughs> one of the caster's hands doubles in size, the other shrinks by 50%. Oh, dear. Oh. <laughs> Next puddle stepped in by caster is 10d10 feet deep. (laughs) Oh, no! (laughs) Well, how deep is it? 51 feet deep. Each day, Target must eat at least one medium-sized candle. Oh, no. (laughs) Like, they had, like, if they don't, something bad will happen, or just like the circumstances show up that like, oh yeah, you're eating the candle now. I would interpret it as like a severe compulsion, like they've, uh, they've got a physical dependency. <laughs> I like the idea of like no matter what they do, somehow during the day, like they end up being forced to be eating. <laughs> like the solution to this life or death puzzle is to eat a candle. Yeah, and they're just like, are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) Someone nearby realizes that they've been dead for centuries. Oh, no. Uh, We already already had a party member do that. Yeah, it's already (laughs) happened. That's canon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh We didn't even need to roll on the table for that one. No. Target trumpets like an elephant when he draws a weapon. The planet now rotates half as fast. Oh, Oh, God. (gasps) That's world-ending. Does that happen, happen, like, spontaneously? Because that would be world-ending. Yeah, well, I'm assuming spontaneously that's world-ending. Even if it wasn't Uh, spontaneous, that would fuck a lot of things up. (laughs) Who is it? Uh, Randall Monroe, the guy who does XKCD. Oh, yeah. What if? I think the very... it's one of the early ones. It might be the very first one where they go, what would happen if the Earth suddenly stopped moving and all terrestrial <laughs> objects stopped moving with it, but the atmosphere didn't? Um, and basically, anything but, like, you've got, like, 100 miles to the polar ice caps would just get hit with tornado-force winds. Like any sort of, even the like the northernmost civilized um, town would still hit like 300 mile an hour winds, and the equator would be hit with thousand mile an hour winds. Okay, I, I found the blog posts. What would happen yeah. if the Earth and all terrestrial objects suddenly stopped spinning, but the atmosphere retained its velocity? Answer: Nearly everyone would die. Yeah, <laughs> no, like we would be totally fucked. Second sentence. Then things would get interesting. 
<laughs> I love Randall Monroe. His book is fantastic. He's got a whole blog called What If. Yeah, and the book is uh, a selection of like a whole bunch of um, a whole bunch of uh, um, things that he likes. Yeah, there are a bunch uh, of a whole bunch of uh, uh, posts that he did. Yeah, I, I used yeah. to follow this blog fairly closely. Mm-hmm. Let's see, when was this post? Doesn't say. Um, I remember. I remember there was one that is. Uh, what would happen if I think, I think it was half? What happened if you pitched? No, it was, it was what would happen if you threw a pitch at the speed of light? Oh yeah, nuclear explosion. Uh, kind of. It, it was like yeah. yeah it, well, I think the actual question was, what would happen if Superman threw a baseball as hard as he could? And he was oh, like, really? and he was like, yeah, canonically he could. He can th- throw the baseball at the speed of light, which means the baseball would collide with the atoms of the air, which would cause them to fuse, which is a nuclear detonation. <laughs> I see. Yeah. Uh, the most recent post on the blog was, if there was a fireman's pole from the moon to the earth, how long would it take to slide all the way down? And it said, in the first, like so many of these blogs, the the very first answer is always something sarcastic. First, let's get a few things out of the way. In real life, you can't put a metal pole between the Earth and the Moon. The end of the pole near the Moon would be pulled toward the Moon by Moon's gravity, and the rest of it would be pulled back to the Earth by Earth's gravity. So the pole would be torn in half. And it's got a cool, cute little image of a snap. Yeah. <laughs> then there's the rotations to consider, and all of that stuff. Yeah. And there's uh... elliptical orbits to consider. Mm-hmm. There's a Lagrange point um, to consider, which I hadn't thought about. Yep. Uh, there are four Lagrange points for the Earth. Yes, and there's there's a Lagrange point between every all two bodies, or two gravitational bodies. So you'd hit the Lagrange well, point between the Moon and Earth quickly. Yep. Um, there's one for the Earth and the Sun. Um. There's one for the Earth and the Moon, and then there's two points ahead and behind its orbit that are gravitationally stable. Yeah. There's actually quite a few objects in those two spaces. Yes. I could not find the the chain mail bikini one on my work computer, but I did find a a slightly suggestive Theo and Aria picture that I did. (laughs) Yeah, I remember Theo was great. He was just kidnapped and he was like a natural born sorcerer but didn't want to be defined by his birth so he just didn't do sorcery Mm. super powerful not very accurate with it though yes he is a beautiful man Theo yeah Uh, I miss Theo he was awesome (laughs) well I like this result on the, the wild magic table the nearest horse is ravenously hungry for the caster's flesh. <laughs> that one's slightly terrifying. Unfortunate. The caster's left hand strongly resents his right hand. <laughs> nice. What is that? Oh, music flow. Bunch of fired instruments, except Liam doesn't. Oh, that's something I forgot. Play an instrument. Oh, well. Ah, they have an obi, which is the big bow that goes on the back of an actual kimono, not the bullshit kimono that they have on theirs. Ooh, here's an interesting one for the DM if it comes up. 
the next person slain nearby never really existed. Oh. <laughs> well, they got a what you can have a wacky session. Did I tell you guys the story about how this surge table like changed the fate of my entire world once? No. <laughs> so one of the surges on this table is somebody nearby realizes they are the avatar of a deity. Oh. And I think I think you have told us this. And the player in the moment, I was just going to rule be delusion because I think it'd be funny to have a character think they're a god and watch them be stupid. But yeah, he just on the spot went, if you let me retire this character right now, let him be a god. My next character will be the first paladin of the new god. And I'm like, no, that's a cool idea. I remember you talking about this. Yes, that's a cool idea. But then he got drunk. Yeah. He crit failed his drunk check and then ascended at that moment and became a god of drunkenness and then he had already committed to the bit so <laughs> the rest of the campaign he was then the first paladin of the god of drunk <laughs> um are these actual like oh screenshot there's a button for it i kind of want liam to use a kukri instead of a, a rapier dragon drop Something in for horses in this table. The next mm -hmm. horse ridden by caster acquires lycanthropy. Oh. A, a, a lycanthropic horse? horse? <laughs> I, I, love, right. I love these videos. The videos of people being told to stick their hand blindly in a box and then them getting freaked out <laughs> by their mm -hmm. own image of whatever the hell it is. Mm -hmm. It's usually something mm. dumb like a potato or something like that. Yeah. I wonder how long it took him to come up with this one. If Target is wearing animal hide, he hides like an animal. Hmm. One of my favorites in that whole table was uh, something along the lines of uh, the caster spends many, many hours trying to come up with 10,000 unique effects for a stupid table. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, you got meta. That's funny. Caster can travel in time, but ages 1d10 years per round traveled. Mm. Okay. Right. Right. Um, I feel like Amy's been done with her book for a while now. I managed to read a second chapter in this whole time. <laughs> so it's not bad. Like I, I want to play, but at the same time, I'm getting into like the final, like the end part of this book. So I really want to find out what's happening. And, what book? Oh yeah. Um, it's the Well of Ascension, the second Mistborn book. Oh hell yeah! Oh hell yeah, Mistborn. So, so I'm like, <laughs> yep. I know exactly what you mean. Yes. <laughs> Kenan, I promise not to spoil anything for you. Thank you. <laughs> something happened. So, I, I mean, I don't want to say anything for anybody who hasn't read it, though, in case they do read it. Frankly, like, the ending of all of the Mistboard books in particular are just really good. They hit nice and hard. Yeah, yeah I really... Especially the first series. Especially the first series. Like every, the ending of all three of those first three books are just like nice and impactful. Yeah. Like it's it's really yeah. good. Yeah, like I read reviews for Well of Ascension um before I like like non spoilery reviews before I read the book, and a lot of them were like, eh, it's kinda boring, suffers from middle book syndrome. 
And I found the whole thing fascinating, like really good, fascinating, like a fresh take on things kind of thing. Yeah, well, I don't know yeah. where I don't know exactly where they come up with that. Like, I did not feel at all it had any middle book syndrome. No, and I mean, like that was on just on Goodreads. Like one person, I feel like they didn't really read the book; they just skimmed it. We're like, I hated this, and I hated that, and I'm like, I, you just wanted something to hate. Like, I, I yeah. feel that way sometimes because, like, the uh, for me, the Wall of Ascension is the third one in that trilogy. Second. It's the second one. The second one. Okay. Hero of Ages is the third one, I think. Yeah. Okay. Cora. Uh, your neighbor has gotten home. Or, or oh. some, or some Amazon package got delivered. I'm not sure. Mm, true. Oh, that's right. You're, uh, you're in like mid afternoon right now. Yeah, it's like four o'clock. Yeah. Uh, so shall we, um, D and D? Okay. Oh, hey, look, there's Liam. Yes. Uh, I was working on that. All right. And... Oh yeah, that thing we like go online to do. Yeah, <laughs> oh. we're not just hanging out. Although I love hanging out. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I want to talk about these books, but I'm not done yet, so I can't really talk about right. them a whole lot. Yeah. Um. Well, at least finish this one uh, before our next session, and then we can talk about it. Yeah. Okay. And I mean, and blow, honestly, and blow a, a spoiler week. horn. <laughs> well, I have a long weekend this weekend because um, of Victoria Day, but so uh, I yeah. might just blow through the last book too, and we'll see what happens. Oh yeah, I I would love that. Like, just the three of us get on a call, and hell, I could even record it, and we'll just be like, we'll just fawn over Mistborn because <laughs> oh, yeah. I think mm-hmm. even among like all of Cosmere, I feel like the era one Mistborn is like Brandon Sanderson at his best in terms of like book endings. Uh, yeah, because all th- uh, all three of them in very different ways all have like a really intense impact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm yeah I'm finishing up the plan is to finish up Mistborn, take a break from Sanderson, and then I have Way of Kings sitting on my shelf waiting to be read. Oh, uh, so. Jinxie on Discord has been chatting with me as she's been working her way through Stormlight because mm-hmm. she doesn't want to yeah. just keep spoilering on on discord so she's just like every time she just re- live reacts to something and i know exactly what she's talking about <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. like she'll just say yasna i'm like yeah i know exactly what you're talking about and then today she was like yasna i'm like yeah right <laughs> like, yep. just just said the name twice i'm like i know exactly what you're talking about both times <laughs> yes. dogs Okay, I got Liam's token up there, probably. Let me test it and find out. Hey, there's the doorbell. Let me go get that. They are timed. Ding dong. Yeah, exactly. Well, they were, yeah. Oh, there's, there's the sheep. it's taking a lot of self-control to not pick up my book again i'm not gonna lie (laughs) i know right i I don't know what it is but lately like i don't read as much as i did when i was younger but Mm. when i do get into a book this is the issue is like i get so obsessed with it i'm just like i have i have to finish it i can't do anything else what kept me up till like 5 a.m. when I was in high school reading a book. Yeah. Um, 
like actual like reading reading i do that to like fall asleep um but for like books and stories and stuff i'll listen to them hey and so i'll just be like doing something really hard time with audio stuff like uh yeah i listen to a lot let i don't listen to podcasts as much as i did which is why i'm mm-hmm. so far behind on dnr because i don't mm. drive as much as i used to and driving was a oh, really yeah. easy way to just like concentrate on something while i'm listening yeah because yeah otherwise like i zone out so hard yeah or i've got like a half an hour commute so mm-hmm. boom right there and like well, i'll do it while like doing dishes and like yeah. chores and stuff mm-hmm. like that so yeah, chores are the is the most common one. Or if I'm doing something really repetitive at work, that's an excellent time to power through some books. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, work would be a great time for me to listen to something, but I'm not allowed to wear headphones in the department, and I'm not allowed to have my phone in the department. So. Uh, I can. Uh, hmm. I can. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I was. Are you allowed to wear a are you allowed to wear a headband? Uh, probably not. No, because we have to wear hats and uh, hairnets. Mm. Can you can you uh. just like wedge like one of the little like AirPod style ones underneath there? But like, no, there's nothing there. <laughs> uh, I'd have to try to cover it with the hairnet, but possibly. There you go. Because <laughs> I've got this like headband thing with built-in earphones, which I wear at night when I'm like falling asleep to something. Uh... Mm. Yeah, that would. Yeah, no, I don't know if that'll pass. They might catch you, you on. Like, you know, wear a hairband with a hairnet on top of it. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'll have to ask. There are some very Although, small, possibly like, the flashy headphones. light on the front of it might give it away. Mm. So. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, if you've if you have to deal with customers, like no wearing a headphone, like customers don't won't give a fuck, like won't even pay attention, but mm-hmm. it does make things difficult. Yes. Yeah, I don't deal with customers a ton because I'm in the bakery, but every once in a while I do, and my boss well, honestly my boss doesn't care about a lot of stuff. We're not supposed Mm. to have any jewelry or anything in the department, and one of the girls Uh, wears her Apple Watch every day. And it's like, I mean, that one that one makes sense, especially with like, rings. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm not complaining, like I understand the whole thought process behind it. It's just like Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not a big deal, but one of the girls wears her Apple Watch every day. And it's like, you yeah. know, for a fact that, uh, you know. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Yeah. All right, let's do some fucking nerd shit. Were we not? I insist. Yeah. I mean, we, were, we were doing different nerd shit, but we planned specific nerd shit this time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What do you mean this time? Well, every like, time. Yeah. Uh, the recording's over an hour long. So, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so we... I mean... This is what podcasting is all about. Yeah, we recorded an entire bad, podcast yeah. episode in advance, and we got yeah. distracted by Hero Forge, and then, and then we started talking Sanderson. So, Hero Forge, Wild Magic, Sanderson. Yeah, classic, classic stuff. Okay, <clears throat> everyone got water. Everyone got fidget toys. No, uh, no, yeah. but it's fine. Um, yes, I'll suffer. Get to the recap because I kind of have to use the bathroom. <laughs> okay, yeah, the the recap will take some time. All right, I'm gonna h- put a marker in, and this time the marker is actually when we start, unlike every other time when we get distracted immediately by something else. So, 